Blog Talk Radio. Welcome to the World of Ink Network. Founded in 2011 by Virginia Grenier and Marsha Cook, their vision was to start a radio show that helped writers reach their dreams. The World of Ink has a wonderful group of hosts who are dedicated to delivering shows to entertain and inspire listeners. The World of Ink Network shares resources that introduce tips, products, and services to help strengthen, support, and challenge those who love writing and the written word. Their hope is to bring not only authors, illustrators, and publishers together, but screenwriters, directors, and producers. New to the network will be a variety of special shows, bringing not only entertaining shows, but informative discussions on timely subjects. To learn more about us, go to www.worldofinknetwork.com or visit us on our Facebook and Twitter pages. Thank you for your support and enjoy the show. Good afternoon. Hi, it's Marcia Casper Cook, and we have a great show today. Um, I wanted to talk a lot about romance writing and um, different aspects of it, and I thought who better to ask to be on this show is Piper Stone because she's been doing this for a long time. She writes in several genres, and I've known her for years. She also was a host at Red River, and that's where I listened to her shows. And I always liked her because if you ask her a question, she gives you an honest answer. Whether you want to hear it or not, she's honest. And so yeah. I, from, yeah, and for all those years. So I, she's going to talk about just a little bit about what she does, and then we're going to talk about a lot of subjects that I know are on people's minds, and that's why it's just Piper and myself today going to talk about, you know, all the things that we have learned along the way, and we're still in the game. It's hard. But we're here, okay? And uh, I, I am a screenwriter, an author, podcast host, producing the shows, and I love writing. I write in children's, you know, I've written children's books, romance, uh, comedy. You know, I write romantic comedies. I've written a memoir. I love screenplays. So I've and I've been an agent. So I've done a lot of things. But and I myself have to talk to myself some days and go, what do you really like to do? And sometimes I say one thing and then another day I say another. So today we're going to talk about a lot of different things and um, Piper is the one to talk to. Hi, Piper. How are you? I'm doing great. How are you doing? I'm good. I'm so glad you could come today because I think there's so many things that we can talk about um, that sometimes we don't talk about on the shows. But first off, tell everybody all the, well, you've done a lot of things. So Let's let's hear what you've done. There's plenty. Oh boy! Well, Piper Stone is a, <laughs> yeah. another pseudonym. I've I've been called many things in my life of <laughs> right. writing, but um, that's my current pseudonym. And I've written a lot of books. Um, right now, I'm with Stormy Nights, and um, I do a little bit of everything. I do reverse harem and science fiction and dark mafia and. Um, cowboy pieces and uh, firefighters and smoke jumpers and I tend to like to do a little bit of everything kind of jump around to all the sexy dominant men out there (laughs) we see your covers yes we know yep yep they're good they're good 
that's me. <laughs> okay, you know, maybe that's a good place to start. Okay, you know, I go back and forth a lot of times uh, about covers. So you, you've you changed covers, you've kept covers on that you like for years, you've, but you've changed a lot of things and you have a lot of sexy covers. What's your opinion for people in the romance record? Do they need the sexy cover or do they not? Well, how do you feel about this? Oh, I think they do. Uh, you know, I, the industry goes back and forth with how important they are, and you see the yep. headless, sexy guy, and the you know multiple guys, and the, so there's going to be trends that come and ebb and flow. But it has to catch the reader's eye. You know, it needs yeah. to be something that they go, "I want to look more into this," which normally would be the synopsis after that, and yeah. then hopefully, you know, they'll get a chance to read an ex- excerpt or you know, the look inside that Amazon has, and then they'll want to buy your book. And obviously, if you're marketing around that, you know, you're going to have some of that out anyway. But that that's the first opportunity to catch a reader is a really sexy, awesome cover. You know, because you do all off, you know, you do books on every, you know, a lot of the romantic subjects. But, you know, and I'm thinking sometimes... Um, I thought this with my books, you know, and I know my like uh, my Virginia Templeton and some of my, my guilty pleasures. I know that a lot of men have written my book, uh, wrote, um, read my book, and let's just say read my book. And I'm wondering how what you think can attract men to reading a lot of these romances because sometimes. People say, oh, it's just women that are reading romances, but it's not because I see a lot of the reviews I have are from men. So what do you think the answer to that is? I mean, how, what, you know, you need hashtags that are good. Do you have any idea of what you, how do you feel about that for getting men to read your books? You get men to read your books. There's no doubt about well, that. That yeah, I, I think I get men because at least with some of the ones like the Smoke Jumper yeah. series, it was yeah. very action thriller, suspense yeah. oriented. Now I've been criticized for that because it wasn't romantic enough. So oh, it's a difficult way yeah, well, to try. That's to an do interesting, <laughs> right? Yeah. Well, see that right? You can't please everybody, but uh, so. You get men that are what are their what are their feelings? I mean, we always talk about you know romance being what women want, you know, candy, flowers, whatever. But men to get them interested, what do you think people can do out there to try to get that audience to buy their books? Well, I think that some authors are, are very good at bridging that, um, whether it's with the kind of more the horror erotica that you've probably seen that's become yeah, very very yeah. popular. Yeah. Or even some of the darker romance pieces that are, whether it's mafia-related or, you know, assassin or something like that. I think you may get some more male author or male readers that like that. But I also think that you're still going to have that heavy load of, of women. I mean, that's yeah. you know primarily yeah. who you're selling for. Yeah. I mean, it's, now it's the mafia—that's is that another? That's a new type of uh, tag, mafia type. So what does that include? I mean, what well, made you it, decide that was a, what you're going to do? Well, I've always been attracted to <laughs> my yeah. bad guys are, <laughs> are are kind of, you know, powerful. I like the, the ones that are a little bit evil that, you yeah. know, but they use their brain in a sense. So yeah. this isn't like the... Mine aren't necessarily like the Soprano Mafia where they're going right, to go out right, and right. murder every human being on the street. Right, right, right. <laughs> you know, I like them to be very cunning. Yeah. 
And you've got to be careful with that because I'm not writing a crime thriller. I'm writing a romance. So yeah. you don't go heavy on the blood and gore. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But some mafia it, people, well, just, in the mafia, right, they don't, they're not, all, the ones that are the, you know, main characters, let's say if you're watching them, they're not the ones actually that do the work. They don't kill people, right. so they have romance. But they also, right. they have their own, they have family beside that. They're family people, but they still have romance. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, it, it's an interesting category. I didn't, did, is that listed as a category, the mafia, or uh, is it just what? I don't, it's. There's organized crime as a category, but, for example, my publisher now doesn't like to use that because that's more for the heavy-handed, true organized crime. It's a crime yeah, thriller. Yeah. FBI, it's CIA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 So you, we label it like Caught was labeled a dark mafia thriller. It's probably, although I've been criticized, it's not quite as dark as people yeah. want, and that's right. a whole other thing. It's <laughs> dark anymore. But it's, you know, I could put mafia on there because the family, it's, it is the mafia. Family. You know, that's right, their right, life right. and how they're trying right. to work around that with romance. Right. Yeah. Because they do have, you know, there are some series on TV. They don't say mafia, but they are kind of that type of, you know, sure. character. And people love it. So, I mean, see, that's the thing. You know, you want to write sometimes something that's nice but then most of the you know time when you really start writing those are the characters that nobody cares about they want what you let's say what you write you're not writing the perfect guy the perfect woman that's really what people want to read with somebody with flaws yeah because no but life isn't perfect but you also want them not as flawed as your life. You know, it's not about writing yeah. about them getting up in the morning and feeding the kids and going to work right. and coming home <laughs> right. and blah, blah, right. blah. You know, it's not <laughs> that. It's something exciting that you can live vicariously through that book. And I think that's why it's gravitating a little darker because we've read the Cowboys. We've read yeah. the, you know, contemporary romance that's set at the beach cottage. We've read the, yeah. you know. Right. And it's sort of like, what is there's a million bazillion things left but it's yeah. just if you've if you've read this genre for most of your life and this comes along and you go oh you know yeah. that tastes good to me now yeah see because if a man wrote it though you know because the truth of the matter is when a man writes and I've said this uh, many times before if a man writes a bestseller let's just say and there's sex in it, there's crime, there's everything. Why is that not listed like a romance then if he has sex in it too and all that? And why is it that it's a different, you know, do you know what I'm saying? Because in a lot of the bestsellers, in a lot of the TV shows and the movies, you have a mixture of things. So that's what makes you attract different audiences. But why, when a woman is writing romantic, sexual things, it goes into a category that, leaves out men let's just say and that's you know because of the tag words it's hard to get them you know uh to read it i I put on mine uh a couple of mine i wrote men like to read this book too because just so they get that a man can read this book you know because sometimes you know a man will go no this is too romantic you know it's not for me but maybe it is because the story's good and certainly in your adventure thriller types that's the audience you're looking for I when think with men, though, I think that there is still a little bit of a, you know, a stereotype, meaning 
you know, I don't care about the the introduction of Kindle where you don't have to see the cover and nobody knows what you're reading. It still goes yeah. back to some of that mentality of if you're a guy, you're going to read a Robert Lund- Ludlum. You're going to read a Clive yeah. Cussler. Yeah. Now, is yeah. there sex in some of these books? Well, yeah. 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 But, you know, that's not the main thing. You know, that right. you don't have to, you know, when you show it to your buddy down the street that you're playing golf with, oh, you're reading a sexy romance? Hey there, Bubba, you know. Yeah, right, yeah. Let me get yeah, you another yeah. beer. Yeah, versus, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That, no, so that's, that's really true. So it is a, it's a kind of a dilemma of if you want to, you know, um, do, you start, like, do you start out with a character when you're, or do you just start out with a situation? Uh, probably normally more situations somewhere in my head I go yeah. something just is there and I, I yeah. go yeah that sounds like a cool mafia book to write or whatever yeah. it is yeah. you know and then I'll, I'll do it now if I'm trying you know I've been different pseudonyms to try to write differently right. and I've forced myself into that to try to be less suspenseful or less you know, yeah no right, to do it right 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 you know and it does matter because you know because the you know i wrote when i did all my screenplays i wrote as a man uh because um i i it, it's better now but there are more males that write screenplays than females so i thought that was a better shot for me and it and actually the ones that got um you know, the ones at one time when I had an option, I had to say, you know, no, my name is Marcia, that's not who I am, because it was written under a male name. So, you know, because I thought, you know, and that goes through writers' heads, I think, you know, and that it, that can be blocking, too, as to what, you know, how to get yourself out there. Don't you think it can be blocking to decide, like, well, you know, if you're a man or woman or if you if you go too far or not far enough? Oh, absolutely. And I think, though, that what I think we're seeing more of is, in a sense, now, with the pseudonym, let me caveat this, but be yeah. yourself. Be proud to be a female that's writing whatever or oh, a man right. to be writing whatever. Yeah. You know, I I don't, uh, you know, one time, I, I didn't lead people on that I was a man. I just had a male-sounding name. Right. Uh, you know, I didn't have, I didn't go on and pretend on a Facebook or none of that. It was oh, just right. a book. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. But, you know, and people know, you know, they know my story of why I don't, you don't see anything but my dogs. You don't because yeah. Yeah. I just, my life was ruined and yeah. it's just something that I'm very cautious about. But I'm very proud to be a female writing romance. I, you know, tell you what, Bubba's, you put me up against, you know, all these people that might be snooty still about romance, which that's lessening a lot, too. Yeah, yeah it is. But, yeah. you know, yeah. and I'm going to sit there and we can compare notes. And l- let me tell you how many <laughs> books I've written. How many have you written, dude? <laughs> well, you can go. Well, you are not like everybody else. You can go. You really, and that's why I wanted to have you on, especially just you and me, because no, you're not like anybody else. The you don't, you just go for it, and that's a good thing. There are not that many people that can just go for it, but you're one of the ones that can just go for it, and that's important when you're writing. I think it's really years. important. Yeah. Well, I think you you've got to adapt. 
And I think, honestly, that's part of what is happening in the industry. If you want, and you and I kind of talked about this briefly before the show started, you either, you know, you can write the next great American novel and be very, very proud, tell your friends and family, and hope you get it published or self-publish it. Okay? Or you can learn the, the, as many of the trade secrets that, let me tell you, change almost on a daily basis. I know. I know that. So, I know. It's there true. There has to be some in between because you got to celebrate and at least enjoy what you're writing. But right. it is a formula-based pattern, and that's yeah. just the way that it is. Yeah, yeah. When you go out of the pattern, you know, which is, you know, even with the Academy Awards, you know, uh, Roma was out of the ordinary. And, you know, my my husband, he doesn't, he really, he doesn't like subtitles too much. And I, I started to watch it, and I liked it, and I liked it, and I kept watching it. And that's really what you want. And, you know, and it it's a Netflix movie, and it came out very different than every other film that they have listed. Yeah. But these people had the guts to do it. And But the problem is, by the end of the story, you, the story was a good story. I mean, it was. And it had all the elements. The director did very slow scenes, and um, which were really good because if you ask me about some of the movies I've seen in the past, I can't give you the details, but if you ask me about this movie, I could give you details because I saw every detail. And that's like with writing a book, too. You know, some write fast and just put it out there, and then others write very detailed and you're right in there. So there is room in the market for everybody. So you got to find where you are. And like in your case or mine, you do different genres because that's what you do. Yeah, that's and it's, it's nice. always been me. Yeah, you know, yeah, I, me too. a lot of people specialize, and that's what they're very good at, and they are very yeah. good at it. I can yep. list yeah. names of people that are just yeah. brilliantly marketing themselves in pick yeah. something, science fiction, yeah. fantasy, yeah. paranormal, whatever, yeah. and they are fabulous at doing it. And I applaud them, and I want to beat them to death. You know, yeah, <laughs> because they figured out that secret. Yeah. But so you're always honing your craft and part of that is learning to adapt, looking at what the market trends are. It's, you know, I read a really interesting article and I'm I'm always looking and always trying to read and it was talking about the romance industry. Yeah. How, you know, KU itself on Amazon has really helped the romance industry a lot more than it has in thrillers, suspense, etc. That's because a man is more likely to pick up a book, a physical book, than a woman is. That's one of the reasons they gave. This isn't me saying it. Right. <laughs> you know, really? and they're and women, they're a physical yeah, book. And women yeah. are voracious yeah. readers. Men aren't. Yeah. So yeah. and then you can get into the categories. People that read typically thrillers aren't reading fifteen of them a week. They're reading five of them a month. Yeah. 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 So it's, See, it's you know, it, you yeah. Can, but you don't know because next week you and I could talk about another trend that's coming up. Yes. Yeah. And the trends, you know, uh, we did talk about also briefly on the phone about the 
Kindle Unlimited and Amazon. Okay, and I had told everybody the last last show I think that I did put took all my books off of every place and I put them on they were on they were on Amazon, but now they're on Kindle Unlimited. So people yeah. go back and forth, is it good, is it not? But it's certainly a lot easier to market and everybody people that know me say, Oh, your book's on Amazon now my book always was, but now they realize that it's just Amazon. So it's kind of interesting that they didn't get that before because, you know, all the things that you and I could talk about, the reader looks at it a whole different way. So you're on Amazon. So why do you like Amazon and KU? Well, and that's a love-hate relationship with me. I hate the concept of the Zon controlling everything. But I've got to get past that and say, do you want to sell or do you want to, you know, stick your knife in the Zon's side? Because they don't care about you. You know, yeah, no, it's a tough decision. It is. It's a very tough decision to make. Well, I'm I'm lucky enough with the publisher I have now that I get to see pretty much daily the stats. I can go in and I can take a look how many people have bought, how many people have done KU. Yeah. You know, and like one of my books um, has had well over two and a half million page reads. And when you do the math, that's 11,000-some-odd books. Yeah. yeah. Now, they have that, a new way to look at it now. They have some other system that they, if you go on it, you do, see, you know, the other system was kind of like looking at a graph, but they have something different now where you could actually see more and maybe learn about what it's For years I didn't even go in it because it just drove me crazy. And But I think now they really, you know, they're trying different things to, well, naturally to keep authors there. You know, uh, because well, sure. they there are a lot of other places that are out there now that weren't there five years ago. Yeah, but, be, you know, as you know, you've got to, yeah. if you're going to do Amazon and KU, you have to be exclusive. Yeah. Now, yes. the, the one problem with that, if you want to call it a problem, is that if you're going for, say, U.S., in a U.S., um, um, USA Today, trying to be, you know, get on there, get on yep. their charts and get a number one, be a USA bestseller and all of that, you have to have it on multiple platforms. And there is a yeah. formula there based on how many you sell to Amazon, to Barnes & Noble, to iBooks, you know, yeah. yeah. So it's, you know, that's why you see a lot of the anthologies that have all the fabulous authors, and they're everywhere yeah. for a while until they get but the USA bestseller. Right, then they're off, right. yeah. Because you want the KU reads. I mean, yeah. who doesn't? Yeah. You know, you want yeah. every avenue that you can get your work out there to folks. Yeah. But, yeah, okay, so, like, if you do the KU, like I did the KU, you know, on one of the books, and I just wanted to see, and, you know, and naturally your ratings are fabulous that day. But then they go back to where they were. But I, I do think you do get people really looking at your work that may never have looked at before. So I think that Mm-hmm. In long range, I think it's not a bad idea. It just takes time, and you just gotta, you just gotta be patient. Well, like I you said, that's... after you changed all your books, you changed all your books, and then now, and how many years is that since you've changed it? It's a, it's a couple, right? Well, yeah. To get where and, you are now, of course. There's philosophies that different um, publishers have too. You know, yeah. and you try to work with them on their philosophy. <laughs> yeah. You know, and when I self-published some stuff, KU wasn't as popular then. It was really just coming on. 
I yeah, actually had yeah. them in KU when I self-published and not right. really understanding much of anything. Yeah, yeah. That's right, because that was when it first started. About. Right, yes. Yeah. It's, it's, so, it, it, look, know. it's grown, too, a lot. It has grown. They're, the, even though Amazon quote won't give you their numbers, there's something like 2.8 billion KU subscribers. Yeah. yeah see, That's because you know what? Yeah, because people are buying from Amazon, and they're on Amazon. See, it's not like they have to go on Amazon because they're on it looking for other things too. So that's that's the I think the plus. It's not something that people are not on. And you know as well as yeah, I do, they put they they flash stuff over the screen. You you know who knows what they see. You know, and hopefully it's your book. You don't know. Well, there are algorithms for Amazon, like I'm sure Barnes and Noble and everybody else has them. But with Amazon, the more that you are recognized, the more that people review, the more that people are read your yeah. KU, they bump you up in their system about how they publicize you themselves without you having yeah. to do it. Yeah. You know, and that's what you're looking for. And if you can start staying there on those slightly upper echelon tiers, then it's sort of like an exponentiation factor. Yeah. Over time, you're going to continue, hopefully, you know, to yep. to grow, yeah, <laughs> that's sort of the track that I'm on. You See, know, you know, okay, you've like done, I mean, your... yeah, but you've been a lot of places and done a lot of things. Yeah. So that's, yeah. you know, you, I mean, you have more than most, I would say. You know, you've been with several publishing companies. I've known you all these years, so I know, and I've had you, you on all of them. You know, yeah. but you know, and. So you're getting different, you know, you're listening to different people and talking to them, and it is different because not everybody's the same. So all these years are important to behind you to move forward. But you've yeah, stayed there. It is. Yeah. Absolutely. You didn't just stay in one spot. Uh, all right, so, you, you know, you did, you, do you do short stories? I mean, I know you did, you know, some at the beginning. So if people want to start... If you have an idea and they want to do a short story, what advice would you give them? I, you still short stories sell, but you know, let's say you're self-publishing and you're doing short. Well, you're probably going to stick yourself into that ninety-nine cent dollar ninety-nine yeah. phase, depending yeah. on what how short short. Right, that's what they should do. That's yeah. not, you know, that it's not necessarily bad. Yes, you get a lower percentage from Amazon, but yeah. you're starting to get your name out there. You start in, right. if you put yeah. it in KU, you're starting to get yeah. KU reads. You know, yeah. one of, and I, I don't mind mentioning her name. One of the authors that is brilliant with this tactic is Madison Fay. She is yeah. absolutely brilliant with it. You, none of her books, they are shorter, and she'll tell you that they're shorter, but none of them are over ninety nine cents. Uh, it's Madison. She puts out, What's her name? I don't think I know her. Madison. Yeah. Madison, Madison Fay. And she, okay. F A Y E. And she puts out yeah, two yeah. books a month. Uh huh. And she has some of the best covers in the biz. Really? Hmm. Oh, yeah. And she uses a very popular modeling agency that has some of the sexiest men that you and I will ever see. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> right. They're not like walking you know, down the street in Chicago, I'll tell you that. No, are... <laughs> no, no. These guys are like, oh, baby, I will give yeah, you my yeah. firstborn. You know? Yeah. <laughs> See, you've got that different touch that other people don't have because you let go. You don't hold back. I see your posts. I see, you know, some of the stuff that you do. 
you're honest and forthright and you just go for it. There's not a lot of people that can do that. What I mean, you're like out there and you're happy about it and you let people know. So like just the way you said, you're talking about a male model. Like not everybody's going to do say that. So that's an well, interesting thing that you're really in this. You're in this to sell and you're in this to be who you are in this market. It's hard. It, it can be hard, and and I think it kind of back to what I was saying about be happy for who you are, be yeah. yourself to as much of a point. Although in any business and any profession, you have to have political savvy, meaning you don't go off on rants and tirades. Right. You know, yes. You, you <laughs> exactly. Don't bad people. You don't. No, I right. No, I I know you don't your... do that. I don't do that either. No, because I I think it's not good for anybody's career, and I would and I have told people stop doing it and they don't you know and it's it it is does not make you a better person a better author it doesn't do anything for you except it makes you look bad because it's not necessary that's not who we are we're not politicians we're authors and we're entertaining people exactly we're pulling them from the fact that yeah, and, and, you know, think about it. If you've got – everybody has problems. Everybody has something going on in their life, illness or yeah. money issues yeah, or yeah. something. Yeah, And yeah. you're pulling them away from that for a few precious minutes that they don't have to think about all those horrible things. Yeah, yeah. I, I think that's you know, really so, true. I think that is true because I've seen you, like you say, like, oh, we're, we're all watching Lifetime movies, even though Lifetime and we're watching Hallmark because it's a release. It's just – there you go. You don't have to think. <laughs> there, you're watching it. And even if you're, that's not the kind of writer that we are or whatever, we watch it. Well, you've got some of the be- uh, you know, some authors that have been fortunate enough, and I do say fortunate, to be accepted by Hallmark and their book publishing. Oh, they're hard. Really yeah, you, this is not easy. This yes. is, see, people think, no. oh, and they think everybody's book is from, oh, it, it should go to Hallmark. Well, they're not easy. This is not easy. They are very careful about what they put on. Just like Montclair Publishing is, which is Amazon's publishing, that's the romance end. You are invited to go there. Yeah. You do not submit to them. Yeah. And yeah. if you get in with them, you're probably going to be like some of the fabulous people that do post things like, uh, you know, uh, the, one of my favorite authors, she's actually, she's a fabulous lady, and she's just funny as heck, and she will tell you this, she's a friend on my other Facebook page, and she will say, let's see, bitter about my ex-husband who called this just a hobby, as I've just sold, you know, my books have sold six million copies, yep. does this five million dollar beach house in San Diego yeah, make my ass look yeah. fat? You have to give me her name, I should have her on the show, because honestly, if this hobby business that they treat, this is horrible, and it's not. For people, you know, I know they consider it a hobby if you don't make a lot of money, but that's not fair. It really isn't. It's a t- I, I think, but they do use that a lot. Accountants use it. They, they, accountants, oh, yeah. they're really great with that. They Husbands go, oh, hobby. Yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. You know, people, and I've had that. Yeah, no, it's not a hobby. It is part of our life, and some make more money than others, but it's not a hobby. 
because we're not just doing it. Well, maybe some people are, but we're not just doing it like maybe once a month. Where you feel, we work hard. This is not easy. I work at this every day. Sometimes I look at my, I, I'm talking to my husband. I'm going like, I cannot believe I'm hurt. I work. You do. You just, I'm constantly working mentally if I'm not at the computer. You know, I'm just, I am for ideas. I'm sure you are too, because it's a mental thing. You know, if I see something, I go, you know, I saw something the other day. There was, um, you know, about some book clubs. I've had book club people on, but then, you know, I, Sarah Jessica Parker, I saw that she, you know, is on some book club, you know, and I thought this is an interesting thing. So I went in and then I joined it too, just because I want to see what they do there. Because it's so interesting out there now. It's so much more interesting than it ever was because you're closer to people that you never knew and you're learning about them through what they yeah. read or what they say. It, I think it's a great time for authors right now. Oh, it it really can be, and especially if you were a personable person. Now, you can't do it all the time, or that's, you know, no. unfortunately yeah. you just can't. Yeah. But if you can be a personable person and enjoy yeah. learning about people, and they yeah. just talk to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Now, and you know, yeah, like you were talking about before, you said, you know, get involved in like a clique or something. Explain to people what you mean by that, and that would help them to be in a circle. It's kind of like a circle, right? You know, it is a, a circle. Cir- it's, it's a, like a social it's the circle. It's kind of thing you want to. It, it, here's the way I look at writing. You know, I. It's wonderful when I personally have a success, and yes, I am happy and thrilled to be able to put on there. I got number whatever in whatever yeah. category today. It's right. fabulous. It'll go away. You know, it's yeah. going to go away. You're hoping that the next one will come up and it'll do it. But it's yeah. going to go down in the ranks because that's what happens. Celebrate other people's joys. Yeah. Celebrate yeah. with them. Share it. If You know, I can't, I can't be on Facebook all the time, so I'm going to miss some of them. Yeah. But share yeah. and enjoy yeah. and tag yeah. and like and give a shout-out to occasionally. That's yeah. what this should be about. And the yeah. more you do that, the more it feeds on itself because yeah. their readers might see you. Your readers will see them and get yeah. a new I, yeah. for me. And that's really important. And I think that's one of the things – see, that's one of the things that Facebook has taken away from people, which is – like if I haven't heard from somebody in a while or seen something, I have to go look for them. It used to be I would see what they did, but I don't do that. Doesn't happen anymore. So if you haven't seen someone and you're thinking about why they're not, you haven't seen it. Go in and maybe just, you know, share something now, and then you'll be seeing some of their stuff because they they cut you out if it's not for you know if it's a long period of time since you've seen the person. They the person doesn't do it. Facebook does it. Yeah. Yep, and that's, you know, and sometimes you'll post something or you'll like too many posts and they put you in jail or whatever. You know, yeah. and oh, there's no real is, And this is bad for people. It, this is like putting authors or people that are marketing consultants in jail is insane. It's This is what this is. This is when you and I started with Red River. 
this is what everybody did. This is how we all met each other. And we all shared everything. And Red River had 30, 40 hosts. I think they had 30, 40 hosts at that time. You know, April had all those people. So we all shared each other's. We met each other. And that's how I met so many people. That was then. Yeah. It's not like that Totally now. different. Totally different. And you have to be nervous about, you know, doing too much of, basically. Yeah, because then they get rid of you. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. And, but I don't understand why it's not, we're not, that was the point, to share and meet people and, you know, be happy, like you said, be happy for people and like things. But why do they have it if they're, don't, if you do too much, you can't stay on because they're going to put you in jail. Well, what, you know, the bottom line is they're worried about spammers. And I'm yeah. glad that they're trying to put spam filters in because I don't want some Iranian or whatever, you know, I, I'm not picking on a country. Don't go yeah, there, people. <laughs> right. Yeah. Anyway, right. terror, anyway. I don't want that, you know. Yeah. But but that, but these aren't the, the people side. that are doing. This is these are just authors. We're, we're, yeah, these are authors and marketing consultants and people that are helping other people get their work out there. I, I just don't, yeah. you know, th- this to me it doesn't make any sense, you know, to do this to people. And that's why they're on Twitter, they're on Instagram because Instagram you can put fifty pictures on in a day and nobody says anything. True, but although I've heard something recently that there's a little glitch with that now too. So, oh really? You know, no. yeah, and I think you're before. going to see that. See, that's the thing. I know. And you know, yeah, you have to keep, like you said before, you have to everything as we're speaking right now. You could be changing something. It, you have to keep up with it. That's part of the profession. Yeah. You know, you have to spend part of your time, whether it's you know blocking it off, and the best yeah. authors are really good at blocking off because some of them have young kids. So yeah. they've got yeah. to be real, real good at doing it. Yeah. You know? But you block you, it yeah, off. Yeah, you have to because you have a lot. You have a life. You know, you got to cook dinner. You know, and, you know, even it doesn't matter how successful you are. People do all these things. You know, and I want. I have a note here that I wanted to remind myself because usually I don't write notes, but okay. I was listening to a book today, an audio book, and I was thinking, now, what about a prologue? How do you feel? Because I, nobody, you, you ask people, and some people do it, some people don't, and, you know, certainly in the series, sometimes they might need it. But how do you feel about a prologue? Because that is something people don't know what to do. Should they or shouldn't they? Mm. Or I, it's it's yeah. still in. Uh, it's funny you said that because the very last book I wrote, I put a prologue in. I debated it. I debated it probably you you? thirty okay. times. Almost okay. took it out, and I said, "This is one of those rare books for me that it actually needs it." But yeah. most of the time, I can say I don't think people don't want that unless yeah. you're doing. I saw a brilliant one today by an author who the prologue had four sentences. They were vital sentences. They were right. vital that matters. story, I guarantee right. you. Yeah. But they yeah. shot you in the face with it, but you didn't waste any time, and you were right into Chapter 1. Yeah. See, you know, yes. and when I listen to audio books, audio books, you know, some people have started to do that, you know, and um, I think sometimes it's not a bad idea because it, it, so a lot of times it's in first person, I think, the ones I've heard. And it's kind of interesting because you already get to know things that will help you because sometimes people, as you know, if the first few pages don't get them, they just go, ah, oh, forget it. But 
maybe if the prologue was there, let's just say, maybe they would think, oh, this sounds really good. I like this character. I'm going to read on. Where, because I think people now, they want everything right away. And that's you can't do formula. that. I know that. that. Part of the f- so, right, formula. So, right, is that's what you, you okay, so you're easy. saying, yeah. So, right. I, you know, I've, you know, in screenplays, I think I always did that. But then I'm listening to books, and I listen a lot because I think it helps me just to hear things. Rather, I'm better audio. So when I listen, then I go, well, you know what? I think this is good because I am learning about this character, and so this is going to be interesting, so I'm going to keep listening. But I see that on Goodreads, and a lot of times you see people that go, oh, I read one page, I'm done. I mean, that's just insane but people do that now you're right so you're saying the formula Mm -hmm. makes the way it is now if it's not that way people do turn it away and say forget it It, it's a lot of it yep and it's you know it's based on words you can use words you can't use phrases and how many of various scenes that you put in it and you can't have one character have sex with somebody else and yeah. I mean there's there's lots of pieces parts to that formula and if you learn that then you're going to be more successful to at least some degree you know it's yeah. there it, you also have to take into consideration that the genres are just you know 2 years yeah. ago you didn't hear about reverse harem no and now yeah. it's still yeah. big it'll go away Dracula yeah. or um, vampires. Yeah. Oh my God! Yeah. After Twilight, they were dead yeah. on doornails. Don't write a vampire yeah, book. Yes. Yeah. But now you can see the trend. It's starting to creep back in. Yeah. But you know, so I, I, had a, I had a, you can't. You know, it's hard to decide for writers. You know where they want to stay. Yeah. Or do they want to stay? I don't think you want to stay. Depends on the kind of writer you are, of course. Yeah. Claude yeah. Custler can stay in his lane. <laughs> right, yeah, well, yeah, certain people can. Yeah, they just stay. But again, if you, especially, I think a romance writer, and that you know, I'm saying this because that's what I have been. Even though yeah. I have elements of thrillers and suspense, I'm not a thriller author. So they have their own particular formulas and needs that they, you know, have to live with too. But as a romance author, you've got to look at what's out there. You've got to pay attention. You're not yeah. copying other people like we've unfortunately seen some stuff going on yeah. yet again yeah. in the industry. Yeah. yeah, yeah. But you can copy the concept of what's popular as far as the genre goes. Then make it your own. Then go crazy yeah. with it. You know, reverse right. harem is meant all over the place. Three people, nine people. Yeah. Well, yeah, right. I mean, yeah. you know, how many can you handle? Yeah, it's like my show. Sometimes I've had nine people, five people, and I have three well, people. <laughs> you know, it, it's you true. You know, I, I guess it's true. You know, I think, you know, I remember a few years ago listening to a, a webcast. I'm big on webcast. I live, listen, I really do listen to a lot of webinars, and it's, I turn them off usually when they're offering, to, you got to pay for something. But I, they do give some very interesting topics. So one was about romance writing, and they said just let's say you go to the dentist. Let's say you go to the doctor. Let's say you go to get your hair done. It doesn't matter where you put the story. It's a, it's a, it could be romance anywhere. So don't limit yourself to a certain location, to a certain type. Just 
write a story because it's really romantic or a romance with a few people caring about each other, whatever, and it could be scuba diving. I remember all of this that they said, and and I think we all tend to think too much, but when people read it, they just want to read the story. They're, they don't know how we got there. They don't care. They just want us to. They just want to read it. Yeah, it is, but the, you got It's hard for writers. Well, I do think though, and this is what I've been told, and it, it in numbers as far as what I've seen going on right now in the, let's just say the darker um, romance, similar to what I'm kind of doing. I'm not mm-hmm. doing the dark, dark stuff, but right, right. It, it's the formula is based. Still on what is a sexy character to you yeah. is yeah. a guy that owns a hardware store sexy, or is it the gruff and buff guy that's on owns yeah. the tattoo shop? Yeah, yeah, that's right. the problem. Or you know, what if he's you, a what if he does work at a hardware store and then he dances? somewhere at night yeah okay i mean you know so i guess you know it's all what's in the mind but you're right so you're you're saying start off the bat because you don't really have time you actually don't have time these days to let people have this grow so what you're saying is start out with the sexy guy right away and then everybody you're in there right i mean that's what happens honestly i mean that's that's what i've seen that's been successful that doesn't mean it doesn't have a story it just means no yeah well yeah with a bang and then you go off from there. Yeah, and it's I, that's a good concept. I so I think it. if people, when they're listening, I think it's probably a, a good way to think about it because the way it is now, everything is fast, and when you're watching TV, when you're watching a movie, you're going to turn it off if it's not going to have something right away to keep you hooked. Yeah. Yep. If you, you can yeah, world you, build all you want to, and yep. you know you're in space <laughs> right, and you can right. do whatever. Yeah. But you've yeah. got to make sure that you filtered in along versus the six pages of, and the ship was built in 1942 yeah. <laughs> right. that ha- right. nobody cares. Yeah. yeah, I don't do that either. I don't, I, I'm not, you know, I'm just more action-orientated from my scripts or, um, you know, I'm just not as descript as some others, you know, so I don't just sit there and describe the whole room, but I just get them talking. You know, I for me, dialogue, I like. How do you feel? I mean, I know you like dialogue by your books, so this is a good subject. So when people have trouble with dialogue, what would you tell them? Well, di- dialogue is still a part of show versus tell, and yeah. you can yeah. show with a person with what they're doing and how they're acting. Yeah by that dialogue. It's obviously extremely helpful if you're writing in third person. The yeah. interesting thing about all these first person books is you're going to know what they're thinking and in their head. So it's a different kind of a dialogue because they're yeah. having it with themselves. Yeah, so yeah, to speak. yeah. Yeah. Yeah, but I you know, be sometimes I like too. it first. I sometimes I do. You know, I was I can't remember the book it was, but um I was reading it, and, well, you know, they never used to do things like this, but they shifted. The first part of the book was one and two parts. The first part of the book was done in third person, and then, then they did at the end, toward the end, they did it in first person, but then it was, it really was good because then you go, oh, my God, this is what she was thinking the whole time, and she knew mm-hmm. this, and she knew that, and I guess it, it worked because I enjoyed it that way, but it's unusual, I thought. But I went. Oh, yeah, this and is I good. think that there, 
the, a great author can switch back and forth, you know, from yeah, first to hard. third, and yeah. it can be hard. I mean, if you're if it's, you've written first hard. person all your life, yeah. Trust me, when I wrote my first first person book, I in and I posted it on Facebook, whatever it was, about a year ago. I hate never again. You didn't. You didn't like it. Okay. Yeah. You know. Well, I didn't that's like it, what but I did it. Right. But see, for me, because I wrote scripts, everything was right then. And then when yeah. I write books, then I go, but I do like scripts. And then sometimes I, I was mentioning this the other day that I've been a guest on some shows and I've been talking about my writing and I'm thinking, like, oh, geez, you know, I'm really a script writer. <laughs> I think I should go back to that. Because I was, when they asked me questions, I was going by the movie, by this and that. But that's that's what happens because, right, if you do both, it's difficult because when you're writing a script, it's then, it, you're not going back. You're right there. In a book, it's third person. So it's, you know, it, it can be tricky. And when they did this, yeah. I went like, oh, it, it sounded good to me, right, maybe as a script writer because I went, oh, great, you know, but maybe not to other people. You know, uh, you can't have everybody like everything. It's popular. Yeah. It, it's, but I think if you ask a reader, you know, I, I, and I think I've done that before and several other authors have, I, it's all about the story still, you yeah, know, whether right. it's in first yeah. person or told in third. Yeah, 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 yeah that's true. See, that's the thing, it's, about, it's the reader, you know, and um, the reader matters. So I think the best yeah. advice I give people is, you know, if think about that reader because – they, you want to make them understand your story. You don't want them to go like, what is this? Ha-? What, you know, where they people get mad, you know, and you know this as well as I do because you've mentioned that a lot of times. The, the reader does get mad, and they won't, and and you don't want that. You want that reader to be happy the whole book. Well, of course, you don't want them. Unhappy. You know, no, you don't want them unhappy. And unfortunately, I've seen, and uh, you know. <laughs> There's a little bit of teasing on Facebook right now about the glorify the one star reviews, you know, yep. because mm-hmm. yeah, you know, I, and I've got mixed feelings about that, but I've had them. The, I've yeah. had a publisher who told me after I said, but I've always had really great reviews. The advice yeah. was stop worrying about the great reviews when when they start not being great all yeah. the time, then it means yeah. people are really reading your work. Yeah. And I'm like, oh, yeah. that just yeah. to me. Yeah. Yeah. But on the flip side to that, you pay attention to a point because if they're always saying the same thing, yeah, then you need to look at that. You know, yeah. you need that's, to, that's to figure out. Okay, yeah, they never like my female characters. Well, then, dummy, change yeah. her. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. See, that's the thing. You know, I mean, there are so many questions. I mean, you know, that was one of the reasons I wanted to have the show. And we still, you know, we're almost at an hour, but we still, we haven't even touched the surface because there are questions after questions. And so I think it's good to talk to people about it. That's why, you know, I've been trying to do this a lot lately, you know, because I having people come on because we all do have a little different view. But it's really important because when the person is starting out, they don't you can't know the things you learn after 10 15 years you can't you're not going to and like you said with the reviews and with all of this stuff you have to be happy with your story when you write the end you have to go like this is somewhat sad like not everybody loves every story they wrote i i mean but i try to 
and that's a problem for me because I am so hard on myself, So, which is really mind-blocking. I never had that before. But the more people I talk to, then I think, well, I don't know. you know. And then I'm, I, I, the end result is I'm not going to be like any of the others. I don't even want to be like anybody. I'm writing like I write. You know, and I think that's hard for people to sometimes do, which copying and doing that stuff, that's bad. You know, if you need to copy what people are writing and use some of their, you know, do what they're doing, that's not, you're not really writing. Because you can't be enjoying using somebody else's words. Oh, and, and, you know, just like there are people that will con you and pick an industry, pick a whatever, they're going to do it that way. I mean, that's the the ugly part of the business, but it isn't just for writers only, you know. It's out there. Okay, there's a certain subject I don't want to leave out. All right, now, so, all right, you write a lot of sex. (laughs) You do. yeah. Yeah. So... In a short, you know, little way, talk about that because that is hard for a lot of authors. And you're good at it. You are very good. Well, thank you. Thank you, although I had another publisher say that I didn't write sexy enough. Oh, um, really? That has to be. No, that that can't be. That that cannot be. Exactly. Really? Oh, really? (laughs) That's. (laughs) Okay. But I think you do have to sometimes, it, you know, I've written, I've lost count now, probably close yeah. to 300 books now, you know. Yeah. And some have been obviously better than others. Some will never see the light of day, trust me. Right, <laughs> right. Know? Okay, but right, you've but, done it. But you've done it. Right? But I've done it. So that means I've written multiple thousands and thousands of sex scenes. I yeah. think what yeah. you have to do is every got to try to mix it up. The worst thing you can do in a book, if you have six sex scenes, is five of the six are almost exactly alike. Yeah, right. <laughs> Not good. You know, I mean, uh, they're going to flip through that page so fast. Yeah, I read it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, right. Been there, done that. You don't want that. Been there, done that. So and how long do you, I mean, do you have a, in your mind, do you just let it go for longer? Or do you just say, depending on the characters, some want longer, some don't? Uh, I, yeah. I think that's yeah. more of what I do, and obviously yeah. if I've got a reverse harem situation where I've yeah. got three, four guys in there, you've got to be careful because you don't want them like two seconds and then, you know, you've got to be yeah. careful. You know <laughs> right, what I'm saying? Right. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, I do. I get it. You know, right. <laughs> but I think so it you... also depends on if, how you're leading up to it. You know, yeah. is, is there, in my case, a, a, a discipline situation, or are they in a kink club where you want that atmosphere around it? It's still sexy. It's still something that they're doing. Or is it literally that he takes her in the, in the middle of the kitchen when he comes and sees her, and it is wham, bam, and it is hot as yep. heck because, <laughs> right. you know? Yep. You think how you're going to filter in a little bit of of differences, and sometimes I have to pull back because, you know, I've said, and too many people will paraphrase me because I've said it, I hate writing sex scenes. I don't always hate yeah. them, you yeah, know, right. or I wouldn't do it. Do but it, I right. don't, you know, I want to be able to write the other part and enjoy both aspects of it. So the yeah. sex has to matter to the book. Right. But I'm still thinking the fact that they say, 
ready enough sex. Oh my God. Uh, yeah, it was kind of one of those ones. I was like, really? That's a, okay. Really, that's unreal. Okay, but you know, but all right, so you're right, so it does, you know, it does matter, and you know, I think people don't realize, you know, um, that sex scenes, they go in the book, but you can't just place them if they don't belong. That's really, because it, it looks like it. I think, I remember years ago, this was when I first started doing radio shows. I had um, somebody, and she was really, I was with Red River then, and she was, a, I, I, at that time, I was like, what are you talking, I didn't know a lot about this. And so, um, Robin said, you want to have her on? I go, yeah. You know, and uh, so she said sometimes she would have a scene and just go with the scene and then add the sex scene. But then again, sometimes she would say she would close the door or open the door. If she felt it shouldn't be so much, she closed the door in the bedroom. If she didn't, she let us all in. So, I mean, there are ways, but, you know, and she did say sometimes she wrote the book and then placed the sex scenes. But when I read one of her books, I, I knew that that sex scene shouldn't have been there. She just put it there. But I, I guess that's, you know. I think that that's. I think you've got to be real, real, real careful. And, and yes. you know, and a story about myself is, is I still hone my craft. You know, I, every day I'm learning something, and I value the editors for things they say. I have a male editor now, which is extremely oh, yeah, interesting to me. I do. I like yeah. it. I like it a lot. Yeah. And, yep. of course, he likes my thriller things better. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah, he right. knows that's not what's selling, babe. So yep. he told me in one of them to put a sex you got to bring a sex scene forward. And I'm thinking yeah. to myself, Jesus yeah. Christ, these people just freaking mad. <laughs> How the heck am I going to pull this off? Yeah. I think yeah. I did. It's a book that hasn't yeah. come out yet. But I yeah. think I did because I figured out, but I had to sit back from it and go, yeah. what the heck am I going to do? Yeah. Well, I, you know, I've had the same editor for the last 20 years, okay? He started when he was in college, I mean, and he's a male, and I wrote children's books there and whatever, and then when I wrote the sexy romance book, I go, oh, I don't really know. Am I going to be able to do this? He's edited everything, my paragraphs even sometimes when I've done stuff, my log lines, my scripts, but then he did a great job. He really did, you know. I can tell when he added or subtracted and what some of his words were when he did it, but it worked out really well. So, yeah, you, you know, it all depends on your editor. It's different, you know, and I think men and women do think differently, but Completely. when they're in a scene, I think it could be a good thing. When we did scripts together, we did a you know, one script together, and it was like, I'm going like, oh, no, this is how women act. And he'd say, no, this is, <laughs> and, you know, because we're not, we do, we are different. There's no doubt about it in the writing styles, women and men. I think we are, yeah. you know. We yeah. see it differently, We, you know. But I, I like having, you know, a male do mine. You know, it, 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 he's a good editor. I think a good editor should be able to do. But if you don't have an editor that can't do this, Move on. Don't use an editor that says, I don't think I want this. You know, I want no. to do this kind yep. of work. And then he, he'll end up doing it. That's not good. That's like in audio books. I've had people, you know, a couple of my audio books, you know, they have scenes in it. And some say, no, I will not do it. I go, okay. And then some say, fine. You know, because you, it, it's not easy to write that way or edit that way or 
audio that way, but you have to have someone that says, okay, I'm going to do this. And it, and it could make it really good then. You, you do, and, and, you know, I don't care that, you know, another thing for the self-published authors is, one of, and we didn't touch base on this, you know, I haven't self-published in a while. I was lucky enough to have a husband, A, who could do some covers. He he does very yeah. well with artistic things when I can get him to do it. <laughs> I hey, you used to do else. shows with him. You used to do shows oh. with him. He but did, I remember you know, that. <laughs> And it's, go, it's a oh pain. Oh my gosh, she's doing her show with her husband. How great! <laughs> he, he won't do a lot of, you know, he'll do some stuff for me, but it's like, you know, uh, anyway. Yeah, I know. But <laughs> you, you have to have when you self-publish. You may think that it is easy. I'm going to get all this glorious money because I'm not using a publisher. Yeah. And you know, the reality is, the cover. If you get a decent cover, if you don't have someone that can do it for you. Um, it's going to cost you some dollars. Yeah. A good editor is going to cost you some dollars and format. Yeah. You know, if you don't know what you're doing, whether you have to buy a program or not, it's going to, the learning curve is still there. Yeah. And mm-hmm. then, you know, it's the time because your time is money. Yeah. yeah. So. Yeah. Well, you, you I mean, you have so many board. books that, you know, I mean, you have more than very many people. I mean, you know, you do. So I mean, and you know, and if you do independently publish, it is it is costly. But there are a lot of people now that are reasonable, but they will offer it to you, and but they're not going to be they're not your publisher really. They're doing these for you, and they'll do it, you know. And they put the books in format because it's got to be formatted, right? It's there's a lot to it. Amazon offers now. I don't know about that, but they do offer it. So I don't know. You know, I mean, they want everybody. So yeah, they want everybody. Yeah, they do, and they want you know paperbacks. They want everything. So I, I really don't know yet. I have not really had them do anything like that. So, but I think a lot of people are starting to use them, and if they get in the business, they'll. Of course, they're not going to put anything out bad because well, they don't want to put that. anything out bad, and they're going to slowly though. You know, I I think. And you know, hopefully, Amazon executives aren't looking and blackball my books, but or listening. But uh, yeah, you know, it's still. I don't think it's good to have a monopoly, and I, yeah. I don't care if it's a monopoly as a bank, as a real estate agent, as a <sighs> yeah, no, I know, it's yeah. not good. And so we still have. There's still decent smaller publishers who yeah. do a fantastic job, and they yep. care about you. And they want your work to succeed, and they're going to be your partner in helping you get there. If you can have that, you're ultimately you're going to make money. It's not going to be every penny necessarily of what you made, but I can tell you that having that person, if you have the decent relationship, especially yeah. if you're starting out, is invaluable. Yeah, but some of them are not, and that is... That has really, there's a lot out there. I mean, I've heard horror stories all the, all, all these 20 years, you know. So, but before, but now it's the last, you know, 12 years or whatever with Amazon for people. But it's different. But, you know, you can't just, you know, I, I think sometimes some of them that you don't think are going to turn out bad do for people. And that, uh, there's no way, you know, you can try and you can ask people, but sometimes it doesn't work. Some of them have really been bad. 
out there. That's a tough thing. Yeah. You know, it is I a mean, tough thing. you know, well, there have been a lot of them that have left. They left, but at least they left honorably. And you are going to have, you know, more of that I, to a point, but then you're going to have yeah. others springing up, and it's yeah. the nature of the yeah. business. Yeah. But you got to really keep your eyes and ears open. But if someone yeah. has been in business for a long time, you can start seeing signs, you know, whether it's slow yeah. payment or something like that. Yeah. You know, get yourself out of there. But yeah. on the flip side, there are still some decent If you can, but if you, if you put yourself in there for – Five years, you're not going anywhere. Watch the number of years sometimes, too. Well, so yeah. Out. But some you can get out anyway, but some don't. They're, you can write a clause, and a lot of them will take it. And, and a lot of them will They don't just... want you as much as you don't want them. Oh, sure. Relationships need to be ceased just like any contract. Yeah. And, you know, uh, I think that all authors really need to pay attention to their contract and see what they're signing because yeah. you know you get so eager and aggressive oh yay well take yeah. a look at it before you you know put your little john hancock there yeah yeah i know believe me so is there anything that you want to talk about and we should do this again because this is really good because it's you know this is about all the subjects that and if we do we'll do another maybe a couple of months because there's different things that will happen by then you know and that's what people have to be aware of is that Whatever we said today could change tomorrow because, you know, we'll see. I mean, but I, it's interesting that you are using Amazon and Kindle Unlimited because there are so many, of, is it good or isn't it, you know. So I, I decided to do it, so we'll see how it goes, you know. Yeah, I mean, and as long as, as the trend keeps the way that it is right now, you know, I'm not going to, well, I don't think my publisher's going to change. You know, we'll yeah. see if I self-publish any myself, which they certainly don't have any problem me doing. Yeah. Then, well, that's a good thing, know, too. We'll let, right. That's a good thing that they don't own you. Just, you know, and that's something people have to be aware of. You don't want someone to own you. It's just your work, not everything you do. Oh, absolutely. And and they've been a very supportive, especially to a couple authors who do self-publishing pretty much on an every other book basis kind of thing, and they've been very supportive yeah. of those folks, and you can that's see good. that kind of behavior. Well, that's good. I mean, that's a good thing. So there are, you know, so there are good, you know, things out there for people, but they have to really, and if you have questions, I mean, you can always ask me. People can email me always, and <laughs> they know where to find me, you know, Michigan Avenue Media. And I think that um, if you want, rather than make a mistake, Ask somebody because you will. There, people I will help. Oh, I think that's fine. They'll, they'll, yeah, you know, I mean, because we all help. make. Believe me, there's nobody out there that's writing that hasn't said, "Oh, maybe I shouldn't have done that," but they did it. Like you, you go for it. I do too. So it's like whatever, you know. But that's not to say every decision I made was great. It wasn't, but <laughs> I've learned a lot. So you they can find you on. Actually, I put you on. I put your blog here on. Let's see if I do. Uh, yeah, I did. You know, DangerousDeliciousWordPress.com, right? That's where they find yep. you mostly? Is that well, <laughs> where Facebook, I have a regular page and an author page, too. So Yes, you know, and you're, they can find you because you're everywhere. I mean, but you, yeah. you come up now as Piper Stone. You do. So when you're looking for you, you really come up now. It took a while. <laughs> you know. I'm glad to hear that. <laughs> yeah, no, but no, because I, I looked, right, and you came right up. 
Right. You know, it, it's surprising. People think when people are independently published or with smaller publishers, they're not. They come up much more frequently than some of the six big houses because we're out there all the time doing sure. things. And, yeah, you come up right away, and it's Piper. You know, I know you as all these other names too, but this is, you come up here. <laughs> and I hope you will come in, you know, a little while. And uh, next week I'm having, uh, let's go to the other aspect, I'm having a show uh, next Tuesday on children's books because nobody is talking about children's books. And it's so important. It's amazing, but there's no. Sh- I don't hear any shows about children's books, so I'm okay. going to start. Ha- I had uh, one a few months ago, and I'm going to have one next week, and it should be very interesting. There are a lot of Facebook pages now for children's books, so, and uh, if there's anybody out there that wants to come on a show for children's books, let me know because I really, you know, it's hard if you're a children's author. Oh, it's very difficult. So, all right, anyway, thank you all, and you can find me at MarciaCasperCook.com. And um, if you don't, you know, remember, you can go on the blog talk or any of the promos that you see. Uh, Piper, her WordPress is there, and so is mine. All right, and I want to thank you so much. It's always so interesting having you, but this time it's just you and me, so we get to really hear what you, I mean, you've got a lot of books out there, you've done a lot of things, and it's. I think it's very helpful to hear from someone that's been there, done that, and you have. We could say that about you, right? Well, been yeah. there. But thank you so much for having me. It's always <laughs> All right. Fun. I love having you. All right. So, and I wish you'd come back and do your own show because you were great. You had really good guests. Uh, I know, I know, I know. I need to do it. I really enjoyed it. So Yeah, you know what? And if, I'll be happy to do it with you. If you have somebody, I'll be happy to do someone because you have a, know a lot of different people. And uh, that's why I like to have different people, you know, to bring every everything out there, you know, not just one thing. You yeah. know, I'm I'm available for all subjects, I think. So, you know, I'm I'm pretty <laughs> open out there. All right. So, all right, have a good night. And everybody feel good. And um, thank you again. Thanks, Piper. I thank appreciate you. it. Bye-bye. Thanks. Hello, it is Ryan, and I was on a flight the other day playing one of my favorite social spin slot games on ChumbaCasino.com. I looked over the person sitting next to me, and you know what they were doing? They were also playing Chumba Casino. Coincidence? I think not. Everybody's loving having fun with it. Chumba Casino is home to hundreds of casino-style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere, even at 30,000 feet. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com to claim your free welcome bonus. That's ChumbaCasino.com and live the Chumba life. No purchase necessary. VGW. Void. we prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus.